We're talking, we're talking about, about love, 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 love. We're talking, we're talking about, about love, 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 love. Oh, love. Welcome, welcome to the power, power of unity. unity. Welcome, welcome to, to the power, power of unity. unity. I'm your I'm host, host Al Pharaoh. If you want to call, call into the show, the show or call or for call prayer, prayer you can call, you can area, call code area code 213-338-3850. Again, the area, the area code is 213-338-3850. If you, if want, you to want to request a topic, a topic for, the for the show, you can, you can email, email me at pharaohaltoy12.gmail.com. That's pharaohaltoy12.gmail.com. Looking, looking forward to hearing from you. God, God bless you. And until, until next time, time love, love. We're talking, we're talking about, about love, 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 I was laying down in the bed God gave me to get up and talk about um, without a vision, the people should perish. And then he told me to entitle, entitle it a way forward. And we're going to, as you all know, I always go to the Bible first. We're going to start in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, where that's where we're going to be at. But we're also going to, we're going to understand what is God saying about vision and we're at the ending of the pandemic and now we have the vaccine and we have all those things out and we got so many people have we got conspiracy theories and all of that but the question is what do you do or what will we do moving forward after this is um have ended how do we live how do we cope how do america get back on its feet how do homes and people and families get back started so we're going to start proverbs 29 verse 18 it says where there is no vision now this word vision here it means a sight or mentality a dream or revelation who has a revelation from heaven of a way forward um i'm reminded of noah noah um knew that he had to send out a dove and things to find dry ground. And when they found dry ground, they had to find a way forward after the flood. After the disaster is over, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We need to be able to rally behind someone that knows the way forward. Or oh, I'm reminded of Moses, when Moses brought the people out of the children of Israel, I mean, brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, um, he knew the way forward. He knew which way God told him to go. And he had to go the way of the Red Sea because he understood that if I go the way, um, go the opposite way to get to the wilderness, the people will seek battle and turn back to Egypt right then. So he went to the way of the Red Sea. They had a wilderness on one side and a, and a mountain on the other side. So what is the way forward? 
we have a whole lot of people talking and a whole lot of people saying, but we don't have a whole lot of people able to know what heaven is doing. Um, the children of Ezekiel know knew the they knew the time and they knew the season. So the question um, that God is given and He's posing is, who know the way forward? Who have took time to seek God other than elevate themselves? Because in order to elevate yourself, that means you are the one that have the answer. But if you don't have the answer, then you have to go to the one that gives all answers to all men. We got to understand that the Bible, um, it was written by man, yes, but it was by inspiration of God that he gave to man. So just because the Bible is um, written, and a whole lot of people love to fight and argue that factor, that a man wrote it. King James, yes, all he did was allow it to be translated. Yes, he was this. Yes, he was that. But sometimes we don't understand that a person that allows something to be translated had to see the way forward, and God allowed them to see it, to use it to bring it to pass, or to bring into the world something that we need to know, or into the English world, or the Gentile world, for us to understand God, the Father, and understand Jesus, the Son, and understand who and what the Holy Ghost actually is. So, without a vision, without a vision, or without a sight, or without revelation, who has the revelation? Revelation is actually given an insight of something that shall come to pass, or the way, as I said again, or the way forward. So God, when we're trying to go forward, we have to understand that we can't look backwards. We can't look at the now. We can't look at, because if you look at the now or you look backwards, then you'll not be able to see what God wants us to know. So the Bible says, um, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And see, with faith, faith is the eyes of God that's going forward. That's why the Bible says it is impossible to please him without faith. So if you're going to have faith and we're going to have faith, then we have to be able to lift each other and guide each other into a new being. I'm reminded of Joseph, of Joshua. Joshua had to know the way forward. God had to show him, but Joshua had to first meditate on what he learned from Moses. He said, when you have learned what Moses and meditated on what Moses have already taught you, then your way will be prosperous. But God is not going to prosper our way until the men and women of God learn how to get out of the way of God and allow God to be God again and not us be in the way trying to be God. I pray this makes sense because many times um, the problem why we don't know the way forward is because too many people, and I want to go there real quick, too many of us are too caught up about our position and we want to be seen and known as some great power. We are superstars like like um like Satan was or like Lucifer was in heaven. We are now elevating ourselves higher than we ought to think of ourselves. And that is that there has become a problem because the problem that we have is that people don't need a man, they need God. They need a presence of God in the earth again. They need a rejoicing again. They need they need a change in their reality because their reality is shaped by man's ways or by their own ways. And they don't need a man of God or a woman of God to come in and 
begin to produce themselves as some great power. Whenever you become some great power, that shows that you don't have you don't have God's way forward. You have a way that you think is right, but it's not necessarily God's way that is right. And whenever it's not God's way that's right, that that's when that's when you end up finding more disasters and more failures because God is not the one that's moving. God is actually the one that's sitting on the side waiting on man to let him be in front. Whenever we're trying to pilot our own lives, then we don't we won't ever find out what is next. Some things God allows. He allows it to bring understanding or allow us to see that we need to stop going the way that we're going. And he's trying to let us know that the way that you see and the way that you're moving is not his movement. So he only allows um, a little turmoil to happen or a little disaster to happen just to bring us back into fellowship with his way. Now, now watch this. There's a difference because you can have a fellowship with him but still be out of the way. So he's, he's sitting on the side waiting on you to get back in fellowship with him. And whenever he wants you in fellowship with him, he doesn't need you trying to figure out which way to go on your own. What he needs you to do, he needs us to learn how to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto him and, and or unto us. And any two time we're not actually allowing ourselves to seek God or to know God's way, we find ourselves losing more than we gain because something is prolonged when God says, I know my thoughts that I think towards you that are good and not and, and, e and not evil, but to bring you to an expected end, that, which means this is an end that God is trying to get you in a place that you won't have to lose no more or you don't have to suffer and struggle no more. But many times we still struggle and suffer because we're trying, we're trying to be God. I praise makes sense. We're trying to be God. We're not out of his way. We're in the way. We're talking about um, each other. We're beating down each other. But who has the way forward? Many of us want to be set up on a pedestal. We want to be set up high that men may know that God, we are really in line with God. And, 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 and we're really um, doing his will. But the question is, who truly has God's way forward? We have a whole lot of fun, a whole lot of um, people love to make themselves seen and known by the world, but the question still remains, who know the way forward? Who knows how to get forward? Who knows, um, who knows how to be the will of God for the people that are dying and don't know which way to go? Who knows how to lead people to green pastures because the ground that you was on and the pasture that you was in was all burnt up and it's withered and there's nothing there. No life can go there. How can you teach them how to re-prepare the ground that you walked on? How do you re-prepare people to, to get back in society and live a normal life other than living a life of heathens and sinners and, and unclean people? And this, is, this question is out to the church. This way forward is out to the church because we're supposed to be the lighthouse. And Jesus tells us to let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. So in order for us to be able to be a light, then we have to be, get out of the way of God. Nehemiah couldn't rebuild the wall, rebuild the temple 
because he had enemies on the outside, but he had to learn how, watch this, in the midst of learning, he had to learn how to use people in positions other than everybody just building on the building. Every one of us have a working dog. Every one of us have an identity that God has given us. One is not better than the other. That's why Paul said, show me the greatest gift and I'll show you a most excellent way. Here we go. Here go vision again. Paul said, I'm going to show you a much excellent way. I'm not going to let you get caught up in your, in your gift or in your, excuse me, or in your title. I'm going to have you get caught up in God that gave the gift and gave, and gave the position. I'm not going to allow you to fail yourself or fall down and, and cry out and wondering what way is forward because we're looking who has the greatest gift. The vision of God has nothing to do with the greatest gift, but who has the greatest outlook how God gives to how God gives to move us forward. Romans chapter 1, verse 25. Watch what it says. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator. The creature is being being worshipped and served. That's why Daniel told Daniel told the king, he told King Nebuchadnezzar, he said, listen, tell me this. Um, let me go to God and talk to God about your dream, the one that reveals secrets. And it's not, not that I want any glory of this. I just want to make sure that you don't kill all these people that's supposed to be uh, um, soothsayers and prophets and and psychics, I don't want you to kill them. So, and because you you put me in the same category with everybody, and that's why the way forward is not putting everybody in the same category because every man of God, every woman of God, are not the same. And see, we gotta we gotta understand that many of them don't like being put up and lifted up because the more you lift them up, the more they come down. Because if they come down, then Christ is lifted up. And the Bible says, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Now, the question is to us that men and women of God, if Christ is supposed to be lifted up, apostles, bishop, prophets, evangelists, teachers, pastors, elders, deacons, mothers, um, or women of Zion, chosen women, first ladies, elect ladies. If God is supposed to be lifted up, if Jesus is supposed to be the one lifted up, and you're being lifted up, then why? Then watch this. It shows us why people are not being saved and why people are not being delivered and how people are not coming out of storms and situations um, spotless because too many men and women of God are the ones that's lifted up versus actually Christ being lifted up. He never told you to lift yourself up. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw. Here go a vision again. The vision of this is he was defeated on the cross. For him not to ever have to die again in the natural realm, but he can kill our flesh for we can live always. So Jesus came to redeem us back to the Father, but he also came to show us the way to live on earth and to be an example to the believer and non-believer. So that's why we only cannot just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. So if I'm going to have the way forward, I got to first deny myself. I got to take up my cross and follow Jesus. He said, you're not my disciple if you do not deny your take first. Watch this. Deny yourself. This is the first way of understanding how to get forward. Deny yourself. Deny who you are. Deny your feelings. Deny what you think you need. Deny what you um, who you think you are. 
That's why the Bible says, um, he say, the Bible talks about if a man think himself to be something when he's nothing, the Bible says that you're yet a fool. So Jesus says, deny yourself. Watch this. That means reject your identity, reject your beliefs, reject how you feel, reject what you think is right. And then watch this. He said, and take up your cross. This is the thing. You have to down the cross. Yourself have to lay on the cross. You have to be defeated. You have to be rejected. You have to feel like you've been forsaken the same way Jesus felt like he was forsaken. Watch this. So when you deny yourself, you deny all of your fleshly desires. Then when you deny your fleshly desires, watch this. You go to the cross. You take up your cross. You lay on the cross. You lay your desires, your feelings, your emotions on the cross. And as you lay on the cross, now what you do, you give up you. You give up everything that was your identity before the cross. You give your identity up of everything that you thought was right. Watch the third thing. And then he said, take up your cross and follow him. So now if I'm going to follow him, then I have to make sure I get behind him and let him lead and guide me into all truth. Other than me trying to create truths to make it right. And God is saying there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end of are the ways of death. Now watch this. There's a vision still there. God sees two visions at one time. He see a vision that's good for you. And he see a vision if you keep going down the road that we're going down, then he's going to, what we're going to see is that we're going to see that at the end, we're going to be destroyed because we're not following behind Jesus. We're following our own belief or we're following our own gift or we're following the other leaders to think that they're right in what they're saying do but they're not right when we're not following Jesus' way. Watch this. So he said they worship and serve the creature more than the creator. The creator knows, he's, in Psalms he says, he said the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything in the earth is God's. Everything, he said, I own the cattle on a thousand hills. And some of us might say, well, where is God when we're going through all of these disasters? Where is God when we're going through all of this pain? Can I share something with you? When God interaction with mankind and chose man to be in a position to do a work and man don't obey God, then it's not that God has rejected the people. It's that men and women of God has rejected God's way because we're too caught up in our way of being. And God is saying, I'm not calling you to make yourself look good. I'm calling you or I have called you to cause myself to look good for my people to feel good. As long as you find people that are still lost, it's because sometimes the person that he put in place to lead the church or lead the people into new pastors are lost. We didn't take time to meditate on God's word. We turned away from it. Come here, King Solomon. Solomon, he told him, he said, if you do everything your father did, if you live upright, well, I'm paraphrasing. He said, if you live upright, he says, then what I'm going to do, he said, I will bless you. But don't go after the gods of your wife. Don't go after no other wife that don't line up to what you, what I believe. He, but what Solomon did, Solomon in his old age turned away from God. And in Solomon's son's hand, God split up the kingdom of Judah and Israel. Why? It's because whenever we do our own thing and we go about our own way, then God cannot protect us. He can only protect us when we're in his will. Watch this. I was driving the other day. I was coming from the gym and I had talked to God all that morning and he finally began to speak back to me. He said, if I bring you to a place, I can keep you. 
He said, but I can't keep you in a place I didn't bring you. In other words, if I move in an area that God didn't tell us, tell me to move, then I can't get upset at God if he don't protect me in this. But if I do his will, then I can require him like Hezekiah did. Hezekiah turned his face to God and said to God, he said, now, um, um, I don't understand this because Isaac told him, he said, you're going to surely die. Isaiah told him, you're going to die. Isaiah said, you're going to die because God said, get your house in order. And he said, now, wait a minute. Now, God, I didn't live right before you. I didn't did this. I didn't walked up right. And how many of us actually to walk up right and you sit at a church with pastors and leaders, but they still don't see the way forward for you because you're trying to wait on God to show you, but you don't have nobody there to help you. And see, when you don't have nobody to help you, because a man and woman of God is not supposed to be served. They're supposed to be the servants. That's the difference. They have to learn how to serve the people. Many times they say, we're servants of God, we're servants of God. But don't understand, God loves his people. And when he loves his people, he loves his people more than he left the gifts. The gifts was for the people, not necessarily for the person to edify themselves, but for him to edify them, to make them know that that them know that people know that God have chosen man on earth to be his presence. In other words, so so Solomon turned away. Solomon turned back. Solomon went to his own to the to his wives gods. And that's what we have now. What is the way forward? Who has the vision? All a lot of us want to jockin for position, but we don't ever want to be the one that God uses and have to go through the fight and the um and the miry clay to help somebody else get up. Because do you not know this position here, the leader, the leader job is to always know which way God is sending them, but they cannot bow down. They can't go the way of the world and try to fit in. We have to stand out and be God's presence. In other words, how are we going to help people that want to commit suicide? How are we going to help people that that want to lose their houses and their homes because when the pandemic ends and they don't have help, what are we going to do? How are we going to help them that need food? How, what are we going to do to set up to help the youth and, 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 and the elderly? This is our job as the church. What are we going to do for this? How are we going to move this? We can't look at a natural government to fulfill a spiritual work. We have to use a spiritual God that understands and establish natural order to use us to put things back in place for we can know for everyone to have a chance when they come out of the pandemic. We have to know the way forward, which way is forward, which way is up. Some people suffer so bad to the point they don't know which way is up from down, whether they do bad or good. They don't know what they're doing, but that's why the man and woman of God is there to help us understand what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to move? And if we don't have that understanding, we find ourselves more lost because we're supposed to have somebody to guide us. Every last one of us need help. And if we're not willing to help be help us one to another, then what we find, we find people lost and so much lost that they can't sleep at night. Some people can't sleep at night because they can't pay bills. They can't pay this. And I believe that it has to be spiritual. It has to be a supernatural move. There has to be a spirit and natural at the same time combining to do a work to, that we, have, we love one another out of our problems. Sometimes what the question, the way forward is, do we love each other enough to stand in the gap for each other? Do we love each other enough to deny how we feel no matter how they, our enemy treated us? See, if we're really holy, Jesus said, you're going to love your enemy. 
We got to love them that do wrong to us. We got to treat them right because they just need just as much as we need. Sometimes, and, and y'all might think I'm crazy what I'm about to say. I be watching movies or, and, I, and sometimes I feel bad for the villain because sometimes the villain is just a person that had, um, that changed the right motive to a wrong motive to get done what they needed done. And we judge them because of their stands of what they did. And not understanding that they was people just like us that needed somebody to heal and help them. Nine times out of ten, people that turn crazy is people that have turned that that people have turned to people for help, and people have broken them. And we gotta stop being people that break each other. That's another way forward. That's another way forward of us stop breaking one another. The church. I was I was at a barber shop, and and this barber, the owner of the barber, and everybody in there. This other barber came in looking for help to when he started his barbershop not too far from their barbershop and they showed him how to get everything where to go get everything and then also helped him said if anything we could do to help you get started we will and i said to god i said god if the church does this learn how to help people without any anything back without having any um any notions that if you don't give me this then i can't help you what if a person's not joined to your church? You still should help them. What if, what if, this is a way forward, but what if the person never come to your church? Does it matter if they're saved? Does it matter if they're unsaved? Does it matter if, see, sometimes people that need to be saved is what you do for them that can save them because they see the love being shown versus always spoken down to. If we all the time speak negative to the sinner and tell them everything they're doing wrong, how are they going to change? See, this is, see, Jesus showed them the way out from your vision. He showed them the way out. He gave them a way out. He didn't talk to them where they were. He talked to them out of where they were. In other words, how can I show you a better way? There's always a better way, but we got to start searching for the way because until we know the way, he told Jeremiah, he said, stand in the way. He says, stand in the way and call for the old paths. In other words, stand in the way for you could be the way for somebody else that needs to know the way. We have to stop all of this. All of this, um, people get on, preach, on street corners and, and they're saying they're doing God's will, but they yet arguing and fussing at people. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. If I hear all the time I'm going to hell, well, then let me just go to hell because I don't want to serve your God if all he does is tell me I'm going to hell when God's um, purpose was to deliver us out of hell. So if I'm if I need to be delivered out of hell, then why are you going to talk to me while I'm in hell when of and telling me where I'm at? I already know where I'm at. Give me a way out. Show me a better way. And Jesus became the better way. How many of us is, actually can say as men and women of God that we have became the better way or, or did we become the way? Uh, um, thank you, Lord. We have became oppression to the people. We keep people bound versus actually untangling them out of their mess see many of us got to understand while we was yet in sin jesus died for us so if he died for us while we was in sin that means he, he he didn't come and beat us down he came and delivered us out he came and delivered us out of ourselves to deliver us into a better being and if i'm going to be delivered into a better being then i need to stop looking at um what you oh what you're going to do for me oh how you going to move for me no, God needs us to be able to move people because Jesus is soon to come. Jesus will come back. I don't care how people want to put it. He's coming back. But if we comes back and he doesn't see people saved 
and set free, guess who he's blaming? He's blaming the church. Why? It's because the church is supposed to be the example. But if we're fighting every religion, if we say Christianity is the right religion, hear what I'm about to say to you. If, if it's the right religion, our job is to live life, live Christ and not judge and fight. We're supposed to just do God's will and let him be the one to make the decision. I, I, I was looking at um, um, Tina Turner movie, What Love Got to Do With This. And I was sitting there and, and she began to do the chant with Buddha. And some people might think I'm crazy, but um, some men and women of God think I'm crazy. Um, I do believe in Christ. I stand on Christ. However, God showed me that the way that she got delivered, the Christian church don't take time to see people pain. What they do, what, what the Christian church does, we actually exploit people pain other than deliver their pain. In other words, we make money off their pain. That's why there's a universal prophecy that um, you got this, you got a food problem, they got this problem. So they minister to you off of your problem other than show you the way out of the problem because they capitalizing off the problem. So when she got delivered through Buddha, whatever God she got delivered through, she got delivered and got out of a prop, got out of a situation that was harmful. We have to learn how to love people saved and stop trying to force people saved the way we think they should be. There's a, there's a way that seemed right into a man. You go vision again. But, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And because, or destruction, is because we're not taking time to feel people out. We're not taking time to care for people. Men and women of God, God did not choose us to sit behind the pulpit and sit in Moses' seat and look good. He did not choose us to sit, behind, sit in Moses' seat and make ourselves some great power. He didn't choose us for that. He chose us to be the example to the believer and unbeliever. He chose us to know how to be able to, sometimes you got to lose and be down. That's why Paul said we became fools for your sake. We got to learn how to save God's people. And if we don't save God's people, who will? We're going to keep them open to the devil and the devil. I know we're not supposed to be on social media and I ain't supposed to teach about the devil. But listen, the devil is real. And some of us don't understand that if we, if we don't stop um, producing doctrines of devils, and seducing of spirits. Prophets want you to pay them to get prophecies. That's a psychic. Prophets want you to pay them. Um, um, you got to elevate them to know what God is saying. God don't need you if you're going to be and you're going to be a prophet, but not a prophet. See, because you have to be able to move without anything coming to you because you're doing the will of the father through the son while you filled with the Holy Ghost. And not just speaking in tongues, but actually caring for God's people. The Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. And people shouldn't have to fear. There was a time in the Bible, in the book of Acts, that the Bible says that they sold everything. Everybody sold everything, laid them at the apostles' feet, and the apostles distributed according to everybody's need. And that's the way forward. Watch this. They gave according to a need that nobody was lacking. There was no jealousy. There was no, oh, you got more than what I got. I personally believe that as a man and woman of God, if you're blessed, that everybody in your church should be blessed. It's not just about you. It's about them too. So what is our way forward now? Our way forward is to turn back our faces to God and begin to pray and begin to fast, to begin to study his word, begin to look um, on the things of others before yourself. 
The nation has become so selfish that is look at me what I need to the point people are beating a system to get something that they don't need. I used to tell my wife that I said, um, I didn't want to go to no no um pantries and stuff and get anything because we already have. Let that stay for people that actually need it. See, we're so selfish because we got to have all everything. When the pandemic happened, nobody thought about nobody else's well-being. They thought about just themselves. So what are we going to do now? We're looking at the president. We're looking at this. And, and listen, they all, the government can do as much as they can do. But what is the church going to do? What is the church going to produce? What are we producing for people to not have to battle as much as they should, they, they have to battle? What is the church doing? I heard one preacher told me one time the church collective have over a billion dollars. And, and if that's the case, then why is the church ain't together saving God's people? But we're loving ourselves. And what reward do you have if you only give to them that give, that give to you? We got to learn how to give to them that don't know how to give, that, that, that don't even care about giving to anybody else. Because sometimes, how are you going to end racism? You don't end racism. Martin Luther King marched. We thank God for him. We thank God for what he did. He got us to where we are. But until the heart, Billy Graham said, until the heart is changed, then you're still going to find people hating one another. It, 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 it's, it's, it's a common thing. In other words, we got to learn how to love from the inside out. Love one to another, not just for. Because I can have something for you, but I never give it to you. But if I have it to you, then I'm giving it to you and I'm sharing what I have with you. I'm going to love you as well as I love myself. And many times the question we have, do we love ourselves? And then do we love God? Do we love him enough to save each other? That's the question. What is the way forward? What is the vision? Now? Pastor, bishop, apostle, prophet, teacher. What is the elder? What is the way forward? Deacon, mother of the church, singer. What is the way forward? Is it shouting? Is it dancing all the time? Or is it us turning back and laying down on our face and seeking God again? What is our way forward? We need to know this. It's not about our gifts and our positions. It's not about, the Bible says, though I was married, though you're married, be as though you're not married. Why he say that? Because many times we get caught up in relationships trying to think that's the way forward. When the way forward, sometimes the very person you with is the one holding you back. What is the way forward? They're your distraction. They're your this. We have to find out what is the way forward. So as God has given me world leaders, let's pray. Let's stop trying to get think that we got the answer and let God be the answer that he already is. What well, is in my spirit? That's all that's coming to me now. I'm not going to tell you next week I'm coming on with this, but I will tell you right now what is the way forward. I love you. God bless you, and until next time, and just until next time, love you.